Hello. <laughs> Such a privilege to stand in front of you again in 2017 and preach the word of God. You're all looking very beautiful, eh? Uh, such a very lovely thing. And I was actually standing here and thinking, oh my goodness. Every time when I have to stand in front of you guys, it's always scary. I don't know why you scared me, but now I, don't, I have not to be scared. Eh? There's no need to be scared of you. Eh? So I must be very excited to stand in front of you and preach the word of God. God is good? Amen. Amen. Uh, actually, today, the service is going to be part of in Zulu. <laughs> so you must try to stick to Mrs. Bate or Leslie, those guys that can speak Zulu. <laughs> because uh, I, I went to the school called KB. Some of you, they're thinking I went to Kabazala High School. No, to Kisney College. But actually, it's Kabazala High School where you have to learn English in Zulu. So you do mathematics in Zulu. So everything, I didn't have the privilege of going to those schools where you have to learn English in, and so in math in English. So everything was Zulu in English. So the teacher will come and teach you English in Zulu. So <laughs> sometimes if you get lost, you, you must be aware of that. <laughs> but... Uh, it's been such a great year last year in 2016. I saw God using me in different ways in reaching in young people and even standing in preaching in this church. But one of the highlights which is I wanted to share with you, I went to Joburg to Angus. There was a thing which is the whole people they were praying for South Africa. And from coming there, I was a changed man. I was thought God... I still need to do more for you. Where is the space? Where is the gap? Where can I fit it to save you in this time of 2017? And last time there was a Brandon preaching. He said his dog, it sits next to his bed. Every time it goes like this, you can see it says, come on, let's go. And I imagined myself on that time, I said, Ish. I want to be Brendan's dog in 2017. I want to wake up and do something for you, Lord. But as we walked into the stadium, it was fully packed. And I'll be honestly tell you, I never have an experience of coming across with a lot of people speaking Afrikaans. <laughs> yes! Job back. I get to the gate. I was like, yes, yes, where I am, eh? it's like, I'm in a different country. Um, <laughs> because we know in Durban, there's a few actually guys speak Africans, but you have got few colors, you can come in and, say, and have that accent. Yes, Olani, how are you? But it was such a very blessing, and to see how much they love the Lord. And to see the whole nation standing and say, Lord, we are here because... We want to see South Africa as a changed country. We want to see South Africa moving. And so I get to the, there was a queue. It's like I normally go to the soccer stadium and then you get to push up because I'm an Orlando Pirate fan. And, but it was different at that time because we were pushing up for the prayer. We were pushing up to hear the word of God. 
we see a lot of people, actually there was a lady fighting and said, no, I want the front seat, I want the front seat. And, and that is the one thing that we want to see in South Africa. We want to see people raising up and praying for the change of this country. And I got this, and this lady walked to me and said, man, this is the last thing I've been giving because there were thousands of people. And I was lucky because I was in the VIP session. She said, no, this has been just finished, so I'll give it to you. It's a declaration of South Africa. And I want to read it to you. And when I read it, it's got 10 points. But each point, when I was reading it, I, I pick it up, and then I read the first one. It says, we'll serve the Trinity God and Him alone with all our heart and minds and actions. And the second one says, we'll honor and obey God's ways and the Bibles and the South African with all the standards. And we will be, the third one, we'll be God's fearing nation. Aren't we supposed to be God's fearing nations now? And who recognize Jesus Christ as the highest authority, the kings of kings and the lords of lords? And the other one was this. We'll be led by the Holy Spirit in all decisions. And we're empowered by his spiritual power. The fifth one was the one where I said, I stood up actually by myself. There was no preaching. There was nothing going on. I said, Lord, I want to take this with me all the time. I know we all here, we are the parents. We all actually, we are not the parents of the children that are in your family, but we are the parents of the children out in the street as well. People, they say in Zulu, it takes everyone to raise one kid. Sarepta Church has been a parent to me. I'm standing in front of you because they took the decision to raise me up in the word of the Lord. And it was says, we'll raise our children in the way of the Lord and serve him together as a family. Sometimes there is such a lack in South Africa because people, they said, well, how can I raise my children? But the word of the Lord says that we should raise our children in the matter of the Lord. And sixth one, we'll advance the kingdom in all part of society. Seven, we'll make sure that Jesus Christ, the Savior of the world, is the cornerstone of our nation. We'll love, eight one, we will love and respect all people of South Africa with all kind, with love of Christ and through forgiveness and bring healing, you need in God's deliverance. Nine one, will command will committed to the righteousness and the justice by the word of the Lord. When you look things that is happening here in South Africa, the justice you're thinking, what happened? What's going on? And one guy said to me, I said, we're laughing when we're looking at the parliament staff, but do we ask ourselves as Christians, what do we do about that? We see a joke. I'm the one that can confess that sin. Sometimes I used to not watch the parliament, but 
Because last year what happened, I used to be the first one sitting on TV and watching. But what do we do as Christians to see this nation change? Do we pray for these young men when they're standing in front of the parliament and say, Lord, be with that guy to have a justice in amongst our South Africa? We will be a nation that builds builds restorement walls of South Africa through godly transformation. That was 10. When I look at those points, I took it, I put it in my pocket, I said, time has finished of me running away. I must stick on this point because you want to see as everyone in this country changing. You want to see South Africa, when you walk out here, you want to come as one body. And there was, we had the last year function ending here at the church, and there was a few guys were preaching. And this guy, he preached at First King, I think it's 14. And he preached about Elijah. And Elijah, there was actually, when we spoke about the rain this morning, actually I thought I'll share this word to you as a church. He said, when it started to rain, it did not rain to a specifically era when they were praying, but it rained for the whole country. As here as well as South Africa, at Sarepta Church, it's not going to rain because we are praying here at Sarepta, but it's going to rain for everyone. It will rain for even the people that they don't know the Lord. God, I love God because God doesn't say that you've been not actually coming and praying and asking for the rain. So I'm not going to make it rain at Zolan's place. I'm going to make it rain at Jonathan's place. I'm going to make it rain at Island's place. No. If we all obey God, God will make the rain to everyone. So it's one of the moments where I stand and say, wow. God, you're such a great God. Even sometimes we messed up. Sometimes we don't know what to do. But God, you're always there with us. You always come. And I always look at God is like shaping us. God is taking us from this direction to this direction. Said, Because you said you are my children, I'll make sure that I'll make the way I want you to be. And as I'm going to go to my message, I just wanted to share from Jobek. The one guy came and asked me and said, Zorana, how do you still carry on in this Christian life thing going on? And actually, I had a, such a good moment to spend holidays at Embo. Uh, I did not go to overseas, by the way. I went to Embo. Embo, <laughs> Embo is just Hillcrest, you know. Borders Hill, Hillcrest, that is Embo. So... That's where we have a home there. And we went with the family. We had Christmas time there. And then actually walking to the street, see people that you never see them for a long time. And they come to see, what happened to you? Zolan, you have changed. And then when they say that, automatically in my mind, they say, because I've changed, because I've found Christ in my life. He's the one that is shining they not seen me because how good I am or anything, because I've actually said, Lord, come work with me. That's why they see a change in my life. It's not because of I'm a supernatural or anything, but 
because of what Jesus is doing in my life. That's why they see the change. So I, I go to the shop there. There is, there is a shisanyama there. You have a lot of meat there. So I, I said to this guy, I said, I thank you for seeing the change in my life. But we just chatted. And then he said, how do you still carry on being a pastor and you do this Christian life thing? Because, hey, it's never worked for me. He's one of the guys who are the preachers there. And I said, hey, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry to tell you this. But I don't have answers for you. Because sometimes when someone asks you just in the spot, do not think you're too clever. And come and give all these big things. And, you know, just tell him, next time when I see you, I'll tell you the answer. Because that person will appreciate then you going and mumbling and say something that you don't even know about it. You did not have an answer at that moment. So when you see him, you would say, I said, no, uh, I'll meet you sometimes. We'll chat about it. So as we chatted and I went back home and I said, Lord, what keeps me going in this Christian journey? 2017, what makes me going? And as a church today, I wanted to share this thing for you, maybe it, not, it might help me, but maybe it might help you. There's something that will keep you going. And the topic for me is to maintaining for your long-term blessings. When you're maintaining your blessings, what God has gifted you, you will actually never give up. You will actually stay all the time and keep going what the Lord has provided you with. Actually, I never make notes most of the time, but this time I've trying to make my notes look much better. <laughs> so I'm not that kind of a guy that do that. And I've got five keys that I'll go through on my notes. When we are going in this journey, we should stay a servant all the time. I used to actually laugh sometimes because my background, I come from the Methodist church. When I used to see Alan walking around and setting up the chairs and busy in this church, I said, hey, what kind of a congregation at Sarepta they are? They let the pastor go and set up the chairs and, and do all that. Is that the right thing or anything? But as I've been part of Sarepta, as I've been part of going around, is to stay as a servant all in your life. You're becoming a great person because whenever people see you, they see you that you are the person that can go and speak to them. Out there in the churches there, some of the people, they could not even engage to the pastor because when the pastor comes, he's got his big chair to sit there. <laughs> and they couldn't get to speak to him because they knew this is, oh, this guy, oh, oh. He's a big oak. I couldn't come. Even I have a problem in my life and say, Pastor, would you please come and pray with me? Because that guy is a big shot. And one thing that is actually a lack here, say many preachers and elders or bosses have fallen through to the ways in the name of their respect and their tactics and their achievements. Many of them becoming the little gods. And so such the preachers have become 
more invisible. You can walk and say, oh, where is the preacher? You can't even find where is the preacher. Because you cannot touch him. You cannot do anything to see the preacher because now the way they treat him, this is the God of this church. Even at work, I remember I used to work one of the company called Integrate Media. I'll still say that guy was a great boss because the other people, he said, do not be scared of me because I'm not here to actually judge you to do anything. I'm here to serve as you're serving as well. It was such happily to go and speak to him and say, this is the problem that we are facing. How can you work with that? So, as well as the board here, are we becoming a servant of everywhere we walk, we not actually have this tackle because we know Christ and we are feeling no, no one can touch us. I like actually looking at Moses. Moses was such a humble man. When you read, actually, I read that Moses 12, chapter 12, verse 3, in Numbers. I'll just read this verse. Has the Lord spoken only through Moses? Has asked, has not spoken through him? And the Lord heard this. Now Moses was very humble man and more humble than anything else on the face of the earth. Moses, I can imagine, is someone that you can go and approach them easily. Someone that you can say, this is what I'm facing because he went through so many things, but he was still humble. He was a man that you can say, from all the journeys that he'd been going through, but he was still looking at the Lord and still humble. So, every time when I look at myself and approaching people, I want to be humble. I want to come as who I am so the Lord will use me. And one thing actually which is I've learned this year some people, they always laugh at me. I like to stay as a student. If you stay as a student, you will actually grow. Some people here, yeah, God has put him there because they're helping you to make your journey easy with you. And actually, most of the time, Sarah was leading the home group here. Yeah. It's such a nice thing to come, someone leading the home group, and come and soak in the word of the Lord. And learn. And people here, yeah, I found it, most of the people, they said, because I know everything, that means I don't want to be the student. How is your faith is going to grow if you don't want to learn? How many people, they can help you because they have been sent by God. I actually always say that to Ireland, we normally have something called the Barnabas group. Yes, there's people who are very clever. Those people, they can take your brain and squeeze it, and then you come out and you're thinking, what, what happened? <laughs> yes, 
God has put them there for the reason. God has chosen them there to come and assist you so we can grow in the word of the Lord. But I always like to go there because I get to be a student. I like the example of Jesus because Jesus was a student all the time. He seated down and listened. And most of the time they wanted to argue, but he was the person, the student is a person that can be able to listen and take that and see, God, what you've got for me. I like it when you look at the example of Jesus in Luke chapter 2, verse 46 and 47. He was sitting among the teachers. He was listening to them. He was asking questions. In Luke 11, verse 1, his disciples saw him. When he was finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray. Because he was listening, people, they get to take the opportunity to speak to you. When you don't want to listen, you want to talk and talk and talk and talk and talk. How are the people, they going to have an opportunity to find gospel in you? We have a thing called the Alpha Course. I like that sometimes because we find people that in the group, you can't stop them. You can't stop those people. But at the end, when they found Jesus, those people, they will settle down and they want to listen. Stay vigilant all the time. Vigilance. Yes, I told you I came from Kabazela, so <laughs> you must try to pick those words very nicely. So, we do things, we relax. We just, well, no, I know the gospel. I'm fine. Uh, I'm, there's nothing, I'm, I'm okay. Uh, and what, 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 God, I don't, I, need, I don't need anything. I know Jesus Christ is my Savior. But you don't relax. You don't just sit here. You need to actually encourage yourself all the time. You need to sit in the word of the Lord and learn. And actually, I'm amazed that she's 85 years old. If I can tell her, when did she started to be a Christian? She said, long term. Being long term being a Christian, does it stop you to read the Bible? No. Why you stop reading the Bible? Because, no, I'm being a Christian long term. No, 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 no. There's no need to relax. This is a time where you start to actually make it happen. The journey started to begin in this time now. Why are you relaxing? Oh, no, no, I know the word of the Lord. Oh, no, I can, I've read the Bible from Genesis up to the end. Ah, thank you for you. I, I never have that opportunity to read all of it. Doesn't mean that I'm a pastor. That means uh, 
I don't get sick. I do get sick as well. So, you read the Bible to help you to walk this journey. It gives you motive all the time. It's something that gives you encourage as you learn. And you say, Lord, I'm here because I want to find what you've got for me. I don't know how many of you came across, and when you read the scripture, and you're thinking, wow, what is this? Wow. You look at the scripture in other angle, and you say, God, I have found you again and again and again. Stay tuned. I don't know if some of you, have you listened to the radio? When the radio goes, you want to switch that radio immediately. Because it doesn't sound very nice to you. And, but when you put it on the right tune, you want to sit on that radio. You want to listen all the time. And when you stay in tune, no one can come and distract you because you know what God has for you. You actually say, no, there's no need. I cannot change this channel because there's something that I'm sitting on. And some of other people, they used to say this. I may be sick. I may have bruise. I may have anything around. But that means that I'm deaf, that I could not hear the word of the Lord. You can be sick. You can have anything. You can have trouble in your life. But God speaks every day in our life. So, for me, I always say that, Lord, I want to stay in tune all the time. I want to be with you even no matter what is going on because I know, God, you always take care of me. I take the opportunity to listen to God. I never said, God, I don't want to hear from you. I always wake up, as I said, as a start. God, I want to hear what are you saying to me. Sometimes, we get distracted because we hear some funny voice. And I was speaking to my wife at the time. I said, you know, you go in your quiet time and reading the Bible. First thing that comes out, oh, you're thinking, oh, no, 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 where I'm going to pick up the kids? Oh, no, what I'm going to do? And then all these things come and disrupt you. So when you start going to your quiet time, you said, Lord, I'm here because I want to hear your presence, what you're speaking to me right now. So, you don't have to be distracted by the things of the world. Things that they say, no, 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 I want to hear this, I want to hear that, I want to hear that. And then after that, you're not hearing the voice of the Lord. So, this was one thing which is, I wanted to ask you as a church, are you still in tune? In 2017, you may think that you were in tune last year, but not now. You must put yourself in tune again. 
And sometimes I would ask this question. Is it your soul well? How is your soul? If your soul is well, fine, I'll sit down. Thank you. But if your soul is not well, what are you doing about that? Are you making it right in this year, 2017? Are you making your say, God, I want to make means of founding you. I want to stay in tune. I want to read Bible. I want to be your servant. I want to make sure there's nothing that distracts me in this world. I am making the right decisions in terms of my future, in terms of my kids, in terms of the work, in terms of some of the people are relocating. Some of the people, they're moving houses. Is this is right for me? And, but if your soul is not right, how are you going to make those things right? So you want to change your soul. You want to be the person that say, God, I want to change. I want to be a person that the Lord, everyone can see me. And, there was one thing I was listening to one of the preachers on this time on TV. He was speaking about the prodigal son. First of all, he came, that guy said, give me, give me my share. And that was the first wrong thing because what he asked, it did not even belong to him. He said, give me. He asked from his father to say, give me what is not his, the prodigal son. The share. He said, I want the share of the estate that you have. So, sometimes we ask something that is not for us. We ask for wrong things. So, I always said, God, I want you to give me something that is for me, that I can use it to bless others. Something that you get it just like that. You will use it, misuse it. And I found it around here in this time. We have so many people, the prophets that are preaching wrong words, they're doing all funny things, climbing in people's own cars. And we're asking ourselves, what's going on, Lord? Where we are as Christians to stand up and say, this is wrong. Because now we have a conflict because other people, they say, what kind of Christian you are, but others doing that, doing like that. But us, when is the time we're going to stand up and say, we are not them like them. We're serving Jesus Christ as our Savior. So, I like this part because it's always a good thing. It says, John 15, 4, remain in me and I will remain in you. I'll keep repeating again. Uh, that is the end of my preach. Uh, I'm not going very far. The Lord told me that's it. I like it because when I said, when you go in mumbling for more than time, that's not it. But one thing I'll ask, actually, maybe Milan and Bume, there's a song where I say, It is well with my soul. It is well with my soul. Hey, wow. 
Wow, wow. Yes, yes, yes. This is with my soul. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you. We're going to the audition for that, but... <laughs> yeah, we're going to go for X Factors yes. this year. <laughs> I, I, I wanted to pray for you, church, for this time, because I felt the Lord is telling me that some of you here, your souls are not well. You are troubled. And sometimes even when you are sick or anything that is troubling you, you better wake up and put that makeup and say, devil, you don't have an opportunity, I will go. One step by step, even he's trying to pull that, it's not going to stop you. You just keep going. There's nothing that you say if you have a project to do this year, this project is not going to stop. It's going to keep going. And so let's bow our hand and, and pray. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that we'll remain in you. Lord, there is no one like you. There is no one like you, Jesus. Lord, we give everything to you because you are such a great God. Lord, we want to worship you, Lord. Lord, I pray that each step that we take, you are with us. And I know, Lord, you will never leave us, you will never forsake us. But God, I pray for each and family in this church, Sarepta and the members who come here that, Lord, take them in 2017. I pray that, Lord, those doors that are closed, Lord, but, Lord, you will open them. I pray for people who think, I don't know what to do this year. If they can find you, things will come right. Lord, we don't do things by magics or do things by anything, but it's because your name is Jesus. We've sang and said, Emmanuel, Emmanuel. So we call your name Emmanuel today and say, we are here, we are humbling ourselves before you, Lord. So Lord, I want to give thanks for this time of the year. Lord, each and everything, if we obey in you, you will come. We pray that for whatever plans we have as a church, Lord, we want to put blessings over that. So, Lord, we thank you for our families. We thank you. Even, Lord, sometimes the sickness holding us, whatever the sickness that is in our body, I pray in Jesus' name that we'll be healed. In your name, we'll be healed. I pray each body here who are not well, any disease, anything that is not right, in Jesus' name, there is no body that can be sick. But right now, Lord, you are healing that person. Lord, I want to give thanks whoever you healed him right now. Lord, we declare you in your name. We thank you, Jesus. What a wonderful God you are. You are mighty Savior. Thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus, amen.